0: welcome to the out of limits of the Truth radio show out of i'm your host ryan before we begin tonight's program i have several things to tell you first off I went at 2 full minutes this week without going to the refrigerator. And also I just found out I'm a werewolf. That's my brother Larry calling. Larry, I'll be with you soon. Anyway, before we begin tonight's program, I want to let you know that tomorrow night we are going to air uh, seven parts of the 14 part series on the revised death show. Nothing like this has ever been released. I, don't, I think this is probably the biggest show I've ever done on death and healing, and it's on the Out of the Limits of Intertooth Radio Show. It's on the show that you listen to, so I'm really excited about it. We actually interviewed 15 people who've had near-death experiences, and a lot of rare interviews. And the tone on that show, a lot of it is based on somebody who's never heard the Out of the Limits. So I may appear like a human being; I may appear normal, and I want to let you know that there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just doing it because. This show is really kind of guiding a person through the process who's lost someone close to them. So I want to give you a heads up on that. Also, with the recent news that's going on, you know, the global conflicts, it's imperative that you know about the uh, imminent global financial collapse. We did an entire show about this about two years ago called uh, The Collapse. And basically what it means is that we're all on a fiat-based currency. Fiat is paperback currencies – And 100% of fiat currencies have collapsed. Well, based on what is happening in the world today and based on all the predictions that a lot of our economists were making about two years ago, it seems that right now the situation is coming to a head. So what I say to you is if you can, just have some extra food on hand if you can. And if you can, take some of the money that you have and uh, you know get some silver or gold or something that's of tangible value. Because currency collapses have actually happened several times throughout history. And if you can do anything to preserve your wealth, it's, it's great. And by the way, I'm not getting paid by any company to say that. I'm saying it because um, it's what I believe and I really do want to make sure that you're okay. So if you can, please listen to that show on the collapse. Our featured guest for today is a sharp metaphysical teacher. She's got quite the interesting background. She's going to offer a lot of great tips and advice on how to grow and evolve your spirit. Let us begin today's show. Joining us today on the Adelibus of Energy Truth Radio Show is Suzanne Geisman. She's the author of 12 books, A Metaphysical Teacher, and An Evidential Medium. You can learn more about her by going to her website at SuzanneGiesemann.com. Also, Ms. Geisman is a rebel because she clearly did not listen to her spirit guides and told her not to do this show. I respect the fact that you went against their wishes and decided to appear in our program. Ms. Geisman, thank you for being with us today.
1: I know you're joking because I always tune into my spirit guides and if they had said no, I would not be doing this. Really? Oh, <laughs> That's my... Lesson number one, <laughs> listen to your guides. <laughs> talk
0: to other people They said our spirit guides. Talk to his show. He said, was mine. He said oh, my was but Okay, well, I'm glad glad we got the approval. You've got quite an interesting background. I mean, and I'm wondering, how long have you been communicating with spirits for?
1: Uh, since 2009. So it's a pretty new thing for me. I had no idea until then that I had this ability. So it's never too late for anyone to open that up.
0: And what happened? What was the event that allowed this to to suddenly happen?
1: Well, I was uh, a career Navy officer, retired as a commander, set sail with my husband, sailing off into the sunset thinking, that's it, I'm retired. And then, unfortunately, my stepdaughter, a sergeant in the Marine Corps, was struck and killed by lightning. That turned our world upside down. And so I went searching for answers, and I took my husband to a medium, and, you know, I was very skeptical, very left brain, the Navy officer. And that woman convinced me that she was communicating with our Susan. She gave us evidence for which there was no other explanation, none whatsoever. So I really started exploring the metaphysics and the greater reality, and what I had discovered on my own, and certainly through personal experience, is that for most of my life I was unaware of what we really are a part of so
0: is it in the grief and the pain and the suffering that do you find that a different part of your brain was opening up did you find that because you were kind of ready willing and able to accept this new reality open new ideas that these talents suddenly turned on or was it something that you had to work at was it something where you had such a goal in mind to get there
1: Oh, I definitely had to work at it, but I didn't realize that this would be the end result. My goal was to connect with our Susan personally, and so the week that she was killed, I began sitting quietly, meditating, only 10, 20 minutes a day, in the desire to connect with her personally, and I didn't realize that that was the training ground for mediumship, and that mediumship was ultimately my calling, because... Now it's just turned on so greatly that I'm able to help other people just like that medium helped our family.
0: So when you are communicating with spirits, how does it work for you? What Are you, are you visually seeing spirits? Are you hearing them? Are you feeling them?
1: It's, oh, it's this beautiful, pre, it's a symphony of all of my senses at once. It's a full-bodied experience of the presence of those in spirit. I feel their physical symptoms happily just briefly enough that I can report it and they go away because some. Come with a bit of pain. Uh, that's fleeting, and then I hear them. I know their thoughts. I feel their personality. We become like the same being because I, I. All I have to report is what I feel like. Do I feel crabby and gruff, or do I feel loving and open? And then I see images that they put in my mind to pass along of special special memories, photographs that the the loved one would recognize. That's what evidential medium means. All kinds of of uh, facts come through from their loved one on the other side that I couldn't possibly know. And many things that you could never find on Google, which I love because nobody can ever accuse me of looking them up online because we come up with those, those esoteric little details like your son used to always have a toothpick hanging out of his mouth. You know, that's something that only people that knew that that young man in spirit would know. It's, it's fascinating.
0: So these spirits that you're communicating with, they, because when a person is in a non-physical form, they have readily have access to the Akashic records and have access to all universal knowledge? Is that how they're able to facilitate communication with you? Or is that are they able to facilitate communication with you based on what they attain while living in the physical form as a human being?
1: It's that and whatever they've attained once they cross the other side. We, I, To my understanding and from my experience, we don't suddenly become all knowledgeable when we get to the other side. We earn okay. that just like we earn it here. So we're just we're just tapping into their entire memory bank and the, what they want to share.
0: All right. What i saying is that math is – do not i don't, I'm not a fan of math at all, but <laughs> apparently it's a universal language, a universal form of communication. And I'm bringing that to your attention because I'm wondering, when you are facilitating communication with spirits, are you also able to facilitate communication with spirits that have not lived life as a human being, that have lived life on the planets, that have taken on different forms – that have different messages to say, are you only able and familiar with facilitating communication with spirits of humans that have crossed over?
1: Well, I have communicated with the consciousness of definitely beings who never were in human form. And I would only say that because of the evidence they've given me. I've tapped into um boy, figures that I found in mythology, and I thought, this is crazy, but we're having an interactive what seems like a conversation, but I've been able to ask questions, tell me about you, and they tell me facts, and I go online and find that they're true. So this has expanded my awareness that we can tap into that so-called Akashic record and get information when it's helpful to the whole. So you're having a conversation of- that's a
0: so, example, like Zeus and so in the ancient Greek gods, do they exist or did they, did they actually become into existence? Well, this is really,
1: this is what was really interesting. The one, the this, this very powerful masculine presence that stepped in and showed me himself with a long white beard, and I said, "Who are you?" He, he identified himself as Odin. I've never heard of Odin. I looked him up. He was a Norse god. And so he, he told me that he had a flying horse, that he was pierced in the side, that he discovered runes. This is factual evidence that I later found online. It's nowhere in my subconscious mind. So I asked him to appear again the next day in meditation. And I said to him, you are a myth. And he immediately responded with, you are a myth. which really opened up my mind, really opened up my mind to the fact that all of consciousness has experienced itself through story. And he said, nothing is real. Use what you get from consciousness to increase the quality of consciousness, which has the basic essence of love. And he said, anything can be conveyed. Any information you get from higher consciousness can carry messages, information, guidance, and insights And so it's really these adventures and consciousness that are available to us are truly fascinating. And I always insist on evidence. I was not making that up from my human level. I was accessing a collective consciousness. But it showed up in my mind as this figure that was held in thought form by our collective consciousness.
0: I think it's pretty wild. How about
1: that? Yeah. I, think, I think
0: it's pretty awesome. Something I read about ancient cultures, they had these ancient gods. It feels like all the cool stuff, all these cool gods and chariots and visuals, it all happened thousands of years ago. What do we have today? Cell phones. I'm not impressed. I want to see some ancient gods. Well, that's gods the problem.
1: That is the problem because people don't take the time to sit in the silence. Take the, take the letters in the word silent, mix them around, and you get the word listen, and nobody takes the time to sit silently and listen to what happens in the silence is uh, when you have an intention a clear intention of learning of raising your own quality of consciousness of bringing more love into our world that's when you get the really good stuff
0: i you know excuse me there are listeners to our show that can do that exceptionally well it is a challenge for me I don't know if I can. My bed is always awesome. a million lives. I try to sit down for five minutes. It doesn't work. I try. I try to listen to the lessons. And when I don't hear anything, I just assume that people are ignoring me. Like, well, <laughs> that's exactly what I would do anyway. Spirit put it yeah. Well, um. so
1: I think your calling then is to facilitate the messages through other people who can quiet their mind. How's that?
0: Uh, well, that's. Ex- I would love to do that. What has been the biggest challenge that you have faced with the Mm. gifts and talents that you have have you ever had known too much about something that you wish you didn't know that you would have liked to have experienced it without having your gift
1: no my biggest challenge is overcoming my own fear of not being right when i bring through information from the other side because i don't want to do any harm to anyone and some people come to me in desperate grief why did my son take his life why did my husband do this or that and um Did I do the right thing for my mother? That kind of thing. I want to make sure that I'm absolutely getting accurate information. So it's really been uh, valuable for my own spiritual growth to work on myself and rid myself of those kinds of fears and doubts and just trust that spirit, higher consciousness is going to use me to heal others as long as I get my human fears out of the way.
0: And imagine that. If you're a parent, you've lost a child. I can't imagine anything more painful. I cannot imagine a more painful experience. Why do things like that happen in this reality? Why do the laws of this reality that we are in on Earth? We're on a beautiful planet, yet we have to experience mm. death. Why does death have to occur in this reality? Oh and well,
1: look at look. Can uh, we change that? At, can we actually Look at my form? family. I, I have helped tens of thousands of people to find answers to, to raise their consciousness. I've just been in spirit's instrument in that regard as a result of Susan's death. And I know that Susan is fine. So I would never be doing this work if we hadn't gone through that pain. So there is a silver lining to every down that we go through in the ups and downs of life if we're willing to look for it and say, how can I make something better come out of this? Everything.
0: Do you find that there are things that are predetermined, certain events that are predetermined, or do we have the capability of pretty much changing things at any given time? And also, I was wondering what your thoughts were about soul contracts. I've heard this quite a bit, that – before you come in to this reality, you sign a contract, which I don't know how they can get big pens in, you know, in reality. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where is this? I want to see the contract because I work with lawyers and I'd like to see if they can. Yeah. Get you're,
1: you're getting into things now that I've heard all of that and being an evidential medium, I can't give you proof of that. So I just have theories just like everybody else's and look forward to finding out the real answer when I get to the other side. But certainly we know when we find The work that we're cut out to do, we feel it in our heart. We know there's a reason for certain things that seem to happen. But um, I feel that because we're given free will, we are definitely co-creating this reality minute by minute and slowly but surely making better choices. But we have a lot of waking up to do
0: when it comes to free will, apparently human beings have free will, but what about animals on the planet? I, one of the biggest things I, I have a lot of um, sympathy for and my heart goes out for are the animals that are being brutalized. Do they have free will or are they here to experience mm-hmm. the brutality of human beings?
1: Hmm. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Um, they get to make choices, but ours is a more refined version of that, I would say.
0: And when I, I don't know, are there have you ever come across or been made knowledge of beings that are much more advanced than <laughs> humans are? Because I want to. I'm sorry.
1: I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I was just thinking. I was still concentrating on that question, and and animals do know right right from wrong. Because I was just thinking of my little docs son Rudy sitting beside me right now, and he knows when he's done something yeah. wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was your? No, no I was just gonna say.
0: I, I was, they can do no wrong. They can. They can do whatever they want. They can. They can literally. On the floor, and I'm like, I still love you. You so are awesome. because <laughs> they make me right. feel good, no matter what. Oh,
1: they're, they're definitely a gift, and they sure don't know how to live in the moment.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. They, they, they're like the evidence of heaven. They're, they're like they're here. Like, listen, you know, you, the world's crazy, yep. but we're here to remind you about it. But as far as evolution goes, I don't know. There's some people who have said, okay, well, you know, you come here. Earth is a school. Dolores Cannon he had this whole thing of work that said. This is a school. You come here, you grow, you learn your lesson, and then you go to the next place of existence, the next place of existence. And I'm like, wondering: do you Mm -hmm. really have to go through that? Is it really a progressive step forward, and this is one of many different evolutions? Or can you be part of infinite consciousness and pick and choose what evolutions you want based on your level of curiosity while in infinite consciousness?
1: I believe we get to choose after each lifetime as the soul level. I do believe that, but I know that we we did choose to come into this incarnation, so I just – I made a vow you know, when I was in the Navy, very mission-oriented, I said, okay, now that I understand how the greater reality works and why I'm here, which is to develop my consciousness even higher through love, then I want to make sure that I don't waste a minute of it, and that means everything out of my mouth and every choice I make as is this the highest choice? Is this in alignment with the source? And it really helps. It gives you a real sense of living life on purpose. And then life really flows.
0: But if you originate from source, which is my imagine, is the highest form of evolution, and you temporarily take on a form of human body, forgetting where you came from,
1: mm-hmm. can you mm-hmm.
0: really evolve any higher than for which the origin of which you came?
1: Oh, yeah, I think the system's set up so that we wake up at some point. My wake-up call was Susan's passing. There were nudges before that, but I wasn't waking up fast enough, I guess, and that really did it for me. Our heart is part of that system. It's our internal GPS that, you know, when you make a choice, that's not in alignment with the highest choice. and And that's part of the reason why pain and suffering is so helpful, because finally when we get fed up with all this suffering – we say there's got to be a better way, and we wake up more and more. And the ones that don't get it and we choose to remain sleepy continue bumping their heads.
0: Well, I, people listening to the show that I am not a fan at all of pain or suffering. I always figure no. there's got to be a different way to lock into this without going through pain and suffering. In addition to meditation and quieting your mind, are there other practices that you have found that can accelerate your evolution, can accelerate the wisdom you, you can obtain?
1: Oh, yes, definitely mindfulness. As I, I exercise daily, and so if I'm on my bike or I'm out for a walk, I will set the intention of quieting the thoughts. I will pay close attention to what's around me. I'll notice there's a tree and there's a bird and the flowers smell good. And it may sound boring, but at least I'm paying attention to what's going on around me and my mind's not wandering off unleashed so that kind of discipline pays off again in hearing the nudges from spirit in in more peace when i'm not constantly thinking oh i'm so tired i'm sweaty it's hot uh, i'm exhausted if i'm not thinking that focused on my body and i'm focused on what's around me then the time just seems to stop and before i know it i'm back home again
0: it's really, awesome. really fun
1: practices i think yeah.
0: and i wonder if, if- Today's generation is at a competitive disadvantage because they were they grew up and you know, they've had the internet, they've had cell phones, so they've always oh, yeah. been in the state of you know, When I was growing up, I had you know Latari, which is two bit graphics, which wasn't like I mean I, I was actually interested in going outside when I more than it was playing. But I want to get to well, it. It's at, harder look for look today. Look at
1: TV images. They they if they don't flash quickly from one scene to the next, then. People aren't satisfied. They lose interest. Look at the old movies, and they seem slow and boring, but that just shows you how things have sped up. There used to be physical manifestations from spirit. Look at the literature from the spiritualists, the original mediums of uh, 150 years ago. They would sit for hours building the energy, and it would pay off because uh, I do believe, The reports that they had had physical manifestations of things appearing or things levitating. We don't see that anymore because nobody has the time or the patience or the inclination to sit and build that energy.
0: So is that what it is? It's, it's through, is it through meditation for a while and that you build your energy and that you eventually get it up that you can change physical matter, you, you can manifest it? Yeah,
1: it's that, I I believe it's a reward or payoff for focused, coherent thought done for the right reasons with the highest motivation to show others that there is a greater reality and that we're part of that. These are just when the veil parts momentarily, just enough for people to say, wow, there's no other explanation for that than that. There's something more than this challenging life.
0: Excuse me. This is kind of a question I guess we'd call it maybe out a left field, but have you ever... Uh, m- heard anything about people who stare in mirrors do mirror gazing for a while because i've done it for a while and i've tried to oh, i've um, heard of all
1: kinds of things like that staring at a flame staring at a candle yeah. that's a really great practice for mindfulness again because you're taking your attention off the physical senses taking your attention off the the rest of the physical world it's the same thing as when you get engrossed in a really good book the rest of the world seems to stop and and if you do that mirror gazing with the intention of training your mind to be quiet, to receive insights from another level beyond this one, then your mind just doesn't wander off as you say, well, this is boring. Why am I staring at the mirror? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, do you think that the world it needs a new renaissance? Because, I don't know, I feel like the 50s, 60s, we had some great music, 80s, some great music. I feel like there, there was a... a a lot more creativity happening, and right now, I don't know, I think a lot of stuff is watered down, generic, it's mm-hmm. getting boring. I, I I mean, I think there's some people who are individuals who are doing some amazing things, but, I mean, they're doing, in Hollywood, they're doing remakes of films that came out 23 years ago, but like, where <laughs> is the creative surge? Why is there such a oh, lack of creativity? I was wondering if you, had, if you felt the same way, or any insights.
1: I haven't given much thought to that, okay. but I do know, I do know that Everything goes in cycles. Okay. So if you're getting bored, just stand by because something new will come this way. That's just that's the nature of consciousness <laughs> okay. to to evolve like that in cycles.
0: Do you ever communicate with a person's higher self? Are you able to make a direct communication with a person's higher self and figure out what previous life incarnations they've had?
1: I don't specialize in, in past lives. I've had it come through a couple times. I can connect with people's guides. Sometimes I don't differentiate between is that your guide or your higher self? It's just higher consciousness. And it's really, truly amazing the insights that come through and the people, they stare at you and they say, my God, that's spot on. That's the issue I was dealing with. That's the question I had. I didn't even ask it. it, it it's it's a It's an honor to help people that way. Excellent. And
0: what I would ask you is that I would, I would ask these people in spirits, I would ask some questions about the nature of our reality right now. Because you, you said that, okay, once you die, you don't become all-knowing. But I would imagine you have a little bit more information, a little bit more perception than we have. Because I imagine oh, today, yes. we're, we're, we're locked on the cell phone, we're on the computer, distra- you know, stress, And they're in spirit. They don't have to worry about, you know, walking the dog and having to worry about that full-time job. So I'm wondering, right. do the spirits see anything occurring on earth in the next five oh, yes. ten years that would be considered substantial. Is a meteor going to hit? Do you think well, there's going to be a major oh. uprising? I'm just curious to <laughs> yes, get any messages. Like that.
1: If if they have, they don't tell me because I don't focus on the future. I deal with people's issues right now and and connecting them with their loved ones for the greatest possible healing. So that's why uh, all mediums are psychic, but that doesn't necessarily mean predicting the future. So that's not my field.
0: And of all the lives that you have changed. I know that you're probably not going to know, um, I guess, uh, how each person responded, but what would you say would be maybe two examples of when you facilitated a message that you knew had a profound uh, transformative oh my impact? Gosh.
1: Well, how about the one from the lady's husband who had passed a year earlier? She's sitting across from me, and I say, your husband says to me, don't you dare take those pills in your purse. And Come to find out later that she had stopped at a drugstore on the way to the session with me and filled her purse with enough pills to take her life if she didn't hear from her husband. Uh, my, we've heard from five, probably 20 or more people that have said the same thing, that the session saved their life. And other people have gotten off uh, antidepressants right away. They said, I no longer need this. I now know my loved one is okay and it's right here with me. I don't need these pills anymore. And I say, well, check with your doctor first, but you're right. You don't need them.
0: Do you find that when you do a reading? Oh, oh sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I just thought of the, the other yep. issue is those that have to do with forgiveness. When when a loved one from the other side comes through and says, I couldn't say this when I was there with you, but on the other side, my eyes have been open. Please forgive me. I was wrong. And and the, the loved one sits there with me sobbing and saying, I forgive you, I forgive you, it's tremendous. Or the other way around, the loved one who's still here wants to say, please forgive me, and I, and I pass along with evidence that I'm really talking to the loved ones, their acceptance of that apology, that is so healing.
0: Well, the spirits you're communicating with, is there any chance that they may have actually, after a while, that they're not going to be and capable of communicating with the people on earth? I mean, could, could they actually be in another uh, life incarnation? So, have that speaking. They really
1: could. They could, but uh, how do you know? Uh, happily, well, because I don't get oh. anything. But it doesn't happen too often. I believe that I'm set up for most of my readings that we're going to get to hear from and communicate with the loved one who this who will most help the healing occur here on Earth. And so, if there's somebody that's already having another reality adventure somewhere, then Spirit wouldn't even set us up for a reading with their loved one, because I I generally have a very good success communicating with who they want to hear from but there have been times when it just doesn't work out and there's you know, we don't place the blame anywhere it just doesn't happen
0: yeah, I, I imagine maybe, maybe it's they, they've already gone to a different life incarnation or maybe they're, they're on their, their next progress and then maybe they't could to, be. They don't, maybe they don't feel like talking who knows but I, I imagine you know your eternity I, I'm always curious about the communication the communication barrier because you know, we're in the physical realm. We communicate with each other. We can hear, uh, smell, listen, and they're in spirit. And I always wonder if you I'm trying to ask you, and it's a little difficult for me to ask this to you, but as a spirit, what is the perception for them when they are in spirit and they're communicating with us? What do they see? Do they see us in real time? Do they see us? Slowing down. That's
1: my understanding. They they tell they come through and every reading I get, I'm not happy unless they tell me something going on in a loved one's life here and now, that shows they they're aware of their life now. So they're in fact, I have things as current as your your loved one in spirit is telling me you just ate popcorn before this reading, <laughs> and they did, or you built a new house, or you. Or you just your son just bought a goldfish at PetSmart yesterday. That came through in a reading once <laughs> from his brother. I mean that's just wild, wonderful affirmation that they are still part of our lives. That's pretty amazing. That's why that's why I wrote a book called Still Right Here because they're actively involved in in checking in on us and giving us signs. Yeah that they are still part of our lives.
0: Still still right here. A true story of healing and hope came out last year. 30 customer reviews, all five-star reviews. People are very touched by this book. And I also saw that Wayne Dyer gave you an endorsement. So a lot of uh, people who physicians are very um, happy and pleased with the work that you're doing. I think it's fantastic. Um, Is there any daily affirmation that you think a person can say, that is going to switch them from whatever position they are into a higher state of vibration that's going to, let's say, make them make their flow kind of go a little better. It, it, would,
1: it would be personal to each person, but as long as it comes from the heart and is done not in a scattered thought going out just anywhere, but a directed laser-like thought straight to higher consciousness, whatever that means to you, for me it's guide me, lead me, show me how I may serve.
0: It's really wonderful. Ms. Suzanne Giesman. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a pleasure. If you go to Suzanne's website, you're you're going to see information about her book. She's written 12 books. She's got a radio show, blog, classes. There's also a section on there to teach you how to become a mediumship, the mediumship training ground, which is amazing. Again, website Suzanne Geesman's S U Z A N N E Geesman G I E S M A N N dot com. it's a real pleasure to have you with us today.
1: Thank you so much for for the opportunity to share. You. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time